what are you doing? <laughs> Open the podcast. Okay. We're keeping that in. Are we really? Yes. Yeah, start the podcast. Okay. Hey, welcome to Character Canon. Today we are continuing. No, I'm Michelle. Hey, I'm Michelle. And I'm Matt. And today we are going to be continuing to talk about Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. See, we took a week off and now I'm now I'm a mess. I don't even remember our introduction. Gosh, unprofessional. Hey, you know what? It's, we all got to do our own thing, you know? It's fine. Uh, okay, so hey, we're today we're talking about the military. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, and I think next next uh, episode is going to be about the villains. The villains. And the even homunculus. Though, even though the military. Plus a couple others. Even though the military and the villains are somewhat kind of synonymous in this yeah, series. Yeah, you know, all the same thing. I feel like there is. Military bad. There whatever. is a distinct line of there are a lot of good characters in the military. Um, yeah. That feature prominently as like mainish characters. Yeah. But definitely some cool themes of like. Um, like the, 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 the way that people think in the military is like when you get Mm -hmm. orders, you do what you're supposed to do, you know? And that's a cool thing. Um, like that's a really interesting concept to think about that. Like rather than think about your actions, like how can a unit work if we don't follow our leaders? But if you don't trust your leaders, then that's where we have some issues. And in this case, they probably shouldn't trust their leaders. That's a, that's a concept that I like seeing in a series when characters trust in the system that they are a part of. You know, it's neat. And in this case, it's wrong to do so. Right. Because, surprise, surprise, the military is evil. Um, right. And I mean, that's... The, the par- dictatorship, government, militaristic, super war people... The, the Fuhrer. ...are evil. Fuhrer Shocker, King Bradley. Surprise. Yeah. Um, but that's why we... Part of why we get Colonel Mustang, you know, absolutely. wanting to go up in the ranks is because he... Going to this horrible war and seeing all of the awful things, the atrocities and, that they're forced to commit, right, and so much murdering of innocent people, um, like slaughtering, it was horrible. And um, him seeing that—that's why he wants to rise to power because he wants to um, kind of right this wrong and put military people on trial, which is a really interesting concept yeah. to bring into the whole show, mm-hmm. especially given Mustang's sort of general characteristics of. Like, he doesn't always seem like... You know, there are definitely points where he is consumed by revenge right. and vengeance and, you know, trying to find Hughes' killer mm-hmm. and and all this stuff. And it's it's nuts that, to mm-hmm. think that he's the same guy who wants peace. Right. And I, I feel like that's just sort of a product of who he is. Like, yeah. he's sort of struggling... And his against, culture. He's struggling against it for a big portion, portion, <laughs> portion <laughs> of the <laughs> series. <laughs> um and and even at the end like when he kills envy like that huge he doesn't kill envy oh can well who kills envy envy kills itself you right Envy committed suicide yep for a second i thought someone squished envy uh well lots of people squish envy that's valid uh, but no 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 it was it was largely a envy was so we'll we'll talk about envy i i won't get into it i i'll get into the emotional pish pash posh of pish pash posh homunculi later <laughs> uh, but yeah so so we're going to talk about the military right. um so yeah do you we could start with mustang because he's yeah. hey, the big one well we're going to start on mustang but i'm going to talk about someone else in reference to mustang which is is it hawkeye <laughs> yes because well you just said like he's consumed by revenge and all this stuff but what we get like part of the reason that hawkeye is such an incredible character is that she's alongside with him saying like hey i'm gonna keep you in check and if ever you go out of check i'm going to you know murder you or well not murder you because honestly he kind of is okay with it um 
That's I mean, Mustang, not the definition of murder. Well, no, I mean, I mean, Mustang did kill her dad. Um, but it's it's sort of this, yeah, because he was the former flame alchemist. And he was like, my, you know, you need to kill me, boy. Uh, and in He was like old, though. Yeah. But, it was consensual, uh, <laughs> kind of. So murder-suicide yeah was consensual anyways okay Okay. so it's a sort of thing where i gosh i really dig weird dynamics in stories where it's it's one character and they and there's another character who's supporting them in a role of like servitude or i guess i I guess that's not really the right word um it was it's a partnership though i think it's more than like yes like she's his second in in command um, but it's more than that. Like they get each other, and sure. they really have each other's backs. Sure. Like they can basically read each other's minds. Um, I think that's a really, really mm-hmm. cool thing to have in the show. Yeah. And that it's, I, I mean, I definitely ship them. But it's they never show it as a romantic thing. Nah. Um, and I just, I just appreciate what not. Nah, it's there. You don't. Oh yeah, no, I totally think it's there. But they never show it. Sure. Like, like they never like are like, yeah, these two are together. There's never an on-screen which kiss or anything. I also kind of appreciate because sure. like it doesn't need to be there. No, like it they're so close and get each other so well yeah um and work together as a great unit that like i don't know that i even need that because i already have these adorable moments yeah, but yeah. it's it's so much more than that i mean there it's it's um um a camaraderie yeah that i feel like you get when you are in these horrible situations with with each other yeah. like you bond in a certain way and they really trust each other and that's how it should be like even just like right when they went to um when Envy and Mustang were like attacking each other or whatever, and Envy pretends to be Mustang, yeah. and Hawkeye figures it out because she's like, um, "Hey, when Mustang and I are together, he calls me Riza," and, and Envy's like, "Oh, you're that close," and she's like, "No," and I then he lying. shoots it, yeah, yeah, yeah. or she shoots him, and it's awesome. It's just such a great bluff moment. Yeah, it's it's because Hawkeye is just a really solid character yeah. through the series. Oh, and so I, solid. I think part of it is because. Well, actually, no. I take it back. She's just super solid. I was going to say she doesn't feature prominently in certain parts of the series. But honestly, she she really does. She comes out emotionally in a lot of moments. and She's just a really consistent, awesome character. Yeah, she's great. Um, and I really feel really like she, strong, amazing woman. she supports Sorry. Mustang in a great way. And I, I, I don't know. There's just something about dynamics like that that really... I really, I really, really, really like. I, I, I think respect that, it a lot. I think that in that kind of dynamic, whenever I see it in a story, I find myself thinking, man, I want to be the Hawkeye character. Like, I don't ever want to be... Sure, yeah. I don't ever want to be the Mustang character in that yeah. dynamic. You know what I mean? Because I could do it, but it's not really me. I, I have a deep-seated desire to serve for a higher purpose. And that's just I who that. I am as a person. Like, I, you know, it's the sort of thing where, you know, if I was born in a different age and a different time, offering up my service to a king or or lord or something, you know, that I deemed worthy, you know. Are, because, are, you, are you a knight? Oh, <laughs> uh, sure. Like, I, I deeply admire that concept. And it's, uh, and not that like, this. Like, like serving for the greater good. Yeah. And like, so it's like what I, like Hawkeye sees that Mustang is going for that. So she's like, I will support you no matter what. Absolutely. And I think that they, their relationship starts in a very different place as well because, because they, it was a personal relationship. It was a personal relationship and, and Mustang was more, you know, in a relationship with her father in terms of like a master discipleship sort of thing. And, and basically this weird twisted road of kind of dark violence and, Mm -hmm. and Hawkeye, more or less like 
just gave up her old life to come after Mustang and Join she didn't want to she didn't well she didn't want to kill him necessarily but she she wanted to make sure he didn't it, it was almost like a revenge quest in a way where she was We are reading the story differently. No, 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 no. Cuz here's how here's the order how it went down, right? Okay. Mustang starts learning alchemy from dad guy. Yeah. And learns flame alchemy. And the former Flame Alchemist, her dad, was like, you've got to kill me, Mustang. Like, you know, Flame Alchemy shouldn't exist. It's wrong. And, you know, I, I don't ever want it to be something that exists. And so he does it, I guess. Um, I guess they never really show that. Like, it's kind of up in the air. Like, did he kill him? Did he just die? We're yeah, I don't really super remember sure. that. It's my opinion that Mustang probably killed him. Okay. Um, And then Hawkeye is like, you need to burn my back because i have tattoos i have the the work i have the formula on my back i need you to disfigure it and he takes this and he does it and so he takes this away from her and in a way it's it's sort of simultaneously removing like almost like her femininity in a way like it's uh, the (laughs) your eyebrow twitched to that comment no No, no, i'm just curious i'm not offended i'm just curious it's a sort of thing where um in japan and i guess in a lot of other places in the world as well but this this is sort of a thing that you see in a lot of manga and anime and stuff like that like if a woman has scars like Mm. any sort of scarring on Mm -hmm. her body it it hurt like i guess in an old-fashioned style sense it hurts her marriage prospects um and and a lot of people are self-conscious about that because it's it's just it's a thing that people are self-conscious about having mm-hmm. scars and all this stuff and so for which is him, dumb and all to you to all you women out there you're beautiful no matter what right, yeah it, you know if you if you're beautiful like men are beautiful yeah, too sure people are beautiful um unless you're unless you're ugly in your heart anyway uh, <laughs> yeah that's what matters uh, don't be ugly in your heart or be ugly in your heart no don't be ugly in your okay, heart. okay sure anyway <laughs> so have, have a pure so he pure leaves heart this, of gold so he leaves this huge <laughs> scar on her body mm-hmm. um and she's you know disfigured quote unquote um it's not visible like it's not ever super relevant in her lifestyle yeah, do we ever we don't really ever see that we see the ta- is, we see the tattoos but i don't know that we ever see it burned we no, see it in a, the we see a, it we see it in the credits. Yeah, there's a moment where you can see uh, part of the part of the tattoo and then part of the scarring on the right side, I believe. Mm, okay. Um, but uh, so it's it's kind of this big deal, and Hawkeye. We don't see her for a little bit in flashback form until the Ishvalan War, mm-hmm. when the when you know the Colonel learns she's in the military as mm-hmm. a sniper now, and and she is ever presently watching him there's mm-hmm. a scene where he and hughes are talking and in uh, and like leaps out from behind some rubble or something and he gets sniped and you see hawkeye like honed in on those two talking mm-hmm. and it's sort of this moment where i was like gosh she kind of wants to kill mustang kind of somewhere in her heart i'm sure she must have weird bitter messed up twisted feelings towards him and but at the same time, like, she does care for him. Mm-hmm. It's this weird, twisted dynamic where I don't really feel like, for that part of the story, there's a clear cut, this is how I feel about this character between the two of them. I think Mustang isn't really sure what to do because he feels bad, but he also, like, wants to take care of her. Like, it's it's weird. It's it's. It's definitely weird. It's people. Yeah. Wow. It's Uh, humane. Complex storytelling. It's like characters are more than just this two dimensional, or people are more than just this two dimensional thing. Yeah, it's great. And 
and sort of as their relationship evolves into a partnership, like you said, after the war, you know, things come down and he, he basically is like, I need you on my side. I want to make a change in this country and I want to do the right thing. And she accepts him. She begins to, to step forward and really be a part of his story. Yeah. And I love that. I yeah. love that they sort of come to terms with what happened in their past and move together forward towards a better future. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's a great thing. And they have a great, interaction and relationship yeah. past that point I, I you know they're super solid for the rest of the story in yeah. terms of they've just got a great partnership they're totally in love um <laughs> and uh and they're just really bad at showing it i really like that well i don't know that they either of them are like it's not, there's other characters Mustang's that are like flirt. okay so we talked about this last time but i didn't get to talk about it because we didn't fully talk about mustang but Yes, we see him flirting a lot, but usually what he's, that's code. Yeah. He, so we've never, I don't know that we sure. really see him too much flirt outside of it he's being a cover for something. that we're aware of. Yeah. Valid. <laughs> but even like when he went into the bar, like it was a cover to yeah. try and like get yeah. information from sure. the bartender. Yeah, maybe um, he just plays a flirty guy. Yeah, I think that's just his like cover character and anyone who like might not know or might like just kind of know him from afar thinks that that's who he is but on the but on the flip side of it he's actually not that person at all and i partially think that because he's an incredibly strategic person like trying to get to the top yeah and trying to solve hughes's murder and like these different things um and so i love that this whole show is kind of um metaphorically um a chess game Mm -hmm. um absolutely and that's and that's demonstrated a couple times between like him and grumman right and stuff like that i love grumman by the way uh general grumman he's He's the the old guy with the mustache he's nuts yeah anyway he's like i'm gonna secretly take over be the fuhrer i'm gonna dress up like a woman and hang out near hughes's grave (laughs) so funny um but i love that mustang calls like he has these different people that are his team members and there's a moment when uh, Fear King Bradley like mixes them all up, right? And so yeah, yeah, yeah. he oh, he calls. Moment. So Mustang is calling each of his people, like his knight, his rook, his pawn, you his know, bishop. and yeah, then yeah. his bishop, and then he calls Riza his queen. his queen. And I'm just Dang. like, oh my gosh, like what a great, like what a great comparison, like for mm-hmm. them. And I love it too a little bit because. If you think about chess, the king is useless. So he's, he's not. He's the most important piece in the gosh dang game. Yeah, it can stop and end the game, but he can only go so far. Like sure. he relies a sure. lot on his other pieces. So I think it's kind of funny because yeah. if you really think about it, Mustang is kind of useless without his team. Well, he's a often, little bit. He's often called useless as well. Um, <laughs> but they, yeah, he's yeah. not actually. I don't actually think he's useless. No, he's, he's great. actually incredible. He's very strategic. He's very talented and capable and hardworking and motivated and i you know i think that he's a great character despite the fact that he often doesn't get along with the main characters because i'm okay with that though sure oh no no no, absolutely yeah because the main characters are nuts yes uh and go crazy and ruin all his plans um interactions interactions yeah and i love that mustang is the reason that they're um, there yeah well yeah because he pulls ed out of the slump and is like move forward Mm -hmm. like get over it basically heal and come do something with your life yeah and i'm like wow like that's a hard thing that's to a, say yeah to you tell that to a boy a young boy missing a very an arm young boy and right well and but, his brother's a freaking suit of armor it's wow what a crazy time what a weird series i, know. I love full metal anyway so um so yeah that's that's hawkeye and colonel uh oh i got plenty more to say about mustang what? you got more to say about mustang? we basically just talked about hawkeye the whole time yeah 
<laughs> What's your point? Yeah, that's the only thing. <laughs> yeah, Hawkeye's the best part of Mustang. Oh, absolutely. Um, but no, I just I want to talk a little bit about um, how much control he has over his flame alchemy. Okay. Okay. So first of all, he has gloves. Why doesn't he just tattoo it onto his hands? So the gloves are actually made from. I think this is talked about in the other anime or the manga somewhere. So they actually, oh. when he snaps, they're they have such high friction that they produce a spark, um, and so that's how he starts the flame, and then he can make it bigger. Okay, that makes sense. Because no. I was just like, "What, bro? Just like tattoo it on?" But that makes sense. Yeah. At one point, he does cut the tattoo into his hand i think it's when they're fighting lust or yeah. whatever yeah. and uh and he's got the lighter to to start yeah. the to start the spark but like, yeah i think i think actually what he does is he converts the air into a different like type of gas that is more flammable so he can control where it goes and stuff mm-hmm. i think is what happens mm-hmm. i don't know that makes sense don't ask me <laughs> but i do think it's incredibly impressive how like there are a couple moments where we see just how precise his flame alchemy mm-hmm. is it's not he burns us he burns out envy's eyes i know but, uh, <laughs> seriously like oh, so gosh. gross it's um, it's nuts right and then and but there's a moment when they're like near the end when there's all those like bodies those that like army zombies, of bodies yeah. is so gross but he like takes out all of them and it's just like what's happening like this he's is incredibly he's impressive a, he's a very powerful alchemist yeah um and i think that that's cool like to see that mm-hmm. he has this much talent it's a really really cool thing yeah oh actually question yes about mustang yes uh so end of the series he goes blind yeah yes yeah yeah nuts right yeah so i it's been like six weeks since i've watched it does he accept the yeah. treatment as well for yeah. for getting his eyes repaired are you okay with that yeah so let's talk about this okay so so ed and al were like we ain't using no philosopher's stone until like they, until people died to make this yeah. unwillingly so we're not using this this is morally wrong and then Mustang over here is just like Dr. Uh, Doctor, yeah. Why was I going to say Dr. Knox? Because uh, right Knox person. is the other doctor. Yeah, which he's cool too. He's great. He's a very small character, but I appreciate him. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, so Dr. Marco, I mean, first of all, Marco basically pleads with Mustang to be like, let, like, I hurt all these people. Please, like, let me use it to do some good. Yeah. Um, I, I'm okay with it. Sure. Um, uh, for a couple of reasons. One is that that um, Dr. Marco, like coming from it at it from that perspective and offering. It wasn't like Mustang pursued it and asked for it and knew what it was. Like Marco was like this, like, please let me do this because yeah. I feel guilty and this will this can't make this, up for it. This but can I can help do alleviate something. my sins. Yeah. Right. Um, and Mustang in return is like, I am going to work for the rest of my life to right the wrongs of this war, to Absolutely. try and reestablish like this relationship. Yeah. Um, and I think that that totally makes sense. I'm also okay with it because it was not Mustang's fault, fault. that he yeah. got blind. Absolutely. Like that was the homunculus. It was, it was put onto him. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I think I'm okay with it. Um, and, and I'm glad for it because it is too like and but i'm also really impressed because he did not waste any time he's like okay i'm blind now like i'm still gonna like do my like yeah whatever there's that there's that fake out moment where you're where you're like oh gosh mustang must be like dying on you know and he's like aren't we gonna get all this stuff done like right right right. he's like having people read stuff to him he's like i'm not stopping like he's like i need to learn all these things for when i'm pure right yeah it's it's a great time yeah 
I also like that Hawkeye is his eyes. Absolutely. Like in, when they battled. Um, yeah, right she, at the she end. was citing him. Yeah. Right. He's like, she's like, okay, there's this thing here. Shoot here. Yeah, you know, two degrees to the left or whatever. Put a wall in front of us. Someone's going to hit us. Yeah. Like that was super impressive because, again, it's just showing off how much they're a team. So are you, how do you feel about it? Um, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, so this is another – I mentioned this in the last episode we did. This is another one of those examples where there are multiple right answers. Yeah. You know, it's I, – I admire – ed for not using the philosopher's stone because it's made of people's lives i also do not fault mustang in any way yeah. for using a philosopher or al even for yeah. that matter you know it makes at that sense point with the all their characters why they make the choice in the context do. i agree with the decisions yeah you know and it's it's the sort of thing where i don't i i'm fine with it i'm cool with it i think that i think that it was something that should have happened and yeah. it did and yeah, I don't have I don't have any issues with it. I was yeah. just curious what you what your two cents on the issue was. Yeah, no, I I was hoping that he would he would like that that would happen. Yeah, because um, I didn't think it was fair that he lost his sight. Absolutely, and um, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. So I'm glad. Um, not glad, but like sure, I I I, I, know I, I respect that decision. Um, um, another thing about uh, Colonel Mustang's kind of group but especially about Mustang and Hawkeye. One of the things that I love in this series is when they relay secret messages to one another. That's fun. It's really it's fun. It's super cool. I bet the author had a real blast coming up with all oh, this absolutely. stuff. Oh, absolutely. I uh I read a I read a series recently and the author wanted to have the character do like a Sherlock Holmes style like, "Okay, because of this, I can infer this about you, which means this." And just like go on for a couple paragraphs. Mm-hmm. And I and they talked about it later, or like I, I read a thing by that author, and they were like, I was concerned that that would be difficult. It was so much stinking fun to write that in just such I can a imagine. goofy way. And I'm like, this must be the same thing where you write out this whole weird chain of communication with all these secret notes passing to all these different people, and they're like, Hey, go say hi to Havoc for me, and they go, you know, and it's in the right. cigarette case. Right, and, it's and like, then you should really have a cigarette kernel. Uh, yeah, and it's like that's awesome. Like, yeah. what a fun time that is it's so cool and i, I think, really respect and I, it and i think that um i i mentioned this in the last episode but um the the way that concepts are created in this universe are, are just further expanded on in some of the other series its author has done go go read or watch the heroic legend of arslan it's just like more full metal without all the alchemy and stuff it's like just cool big scale kingdom battles it's it's like uh it's like medieval-ish kind of and it's it's basically like warring kingdoms Mm -hmm. and and succession rights and politics and it's like all all that good stuff it's like weird game of thrones nonsense but without all the like gross stuff uh (laughs) it's it's just it's it's a brilliant work of art it's not finished yet mm-hmm. i love it though i i'm up to date on it i follow it on uh, the Crunchyroll website mm-hmm. uh, has most of it i think um it's it's just a great time and it's more of this stuff like mm-hmm. of of intrigue and schemes and political maneuverings and tactical maneuverings and big scale battles and action and romance and characters and greatness and i'm like ugh just all the good uh, things all the good things what a great stink of time and there's yeah. like some weird element of magic in it that is like dark and twisted and mysterious yeah and that the characters aren't really interacting with except when they're attacked by it and they're like what the heck is all this stuff mm-hmm. it's cool it's yeah. really cool stuff so but back to secret messages sorry I, um, yeah. no you're good um but no i i love that his team also knows each other well enough 
that like they can just like Absolutely. pick up on this these yeah. subtle things that they're doing um it's really impressive but my favorite is when hawkeye finds finds out about pride um yeah and that uh celine bradley is a homunculus and so she finds out a way to relate they're, this they're to eating lunch together right because she like talking. looks at the shadows like knowing that pride could be there yeah. and so she just like bumps yeah. her mug Bang. And then, bang, like, bang. and then every word she says, like, the first letter, like, is spelling out a sentence, which, Absolutely. like, I could never do that. It's Season so impressive. Bradley is a homunculus. Right. And the fact that Mustang, like, picked up on it instantly, immediately, like, went to the bathroom, figured it out, and then, and then, like, yeah. burned Boom. up the piece of paper Finally. and knew the message. And I'm just like, what? 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 Like, Great. it's so impressive. Just, I love, I love stuff like that. Yeah. Just cool spy stuff yeah in a really in a really crazy environment because oh gosh hawkeye being manipulated by pride and wrath and stuff like that it's just i can't imagine like work, working for super villains and then having other crazy horrifying monsters spying on you at who knows when yeah and this is terrifying man. and this but i mean at the same time this is the character who shot Barry the chopper in the head on their first meeting. <laughs> I he's forgot like, about I'm that. I'm the serial killer. <laughs> Barry the chopper. And she's like, bang, bang. bang. And he's like, oh my gosh, but I'm just a suit of armor. And she's like, bang. <laughs> it's great. Good stuff. He's and like, he, why are you freaking out? He's like, I'm in love with you. And she's like, get away from me. <laughs> great stinking time. It's so good. I love them both. They're both yeah. great. They're, they're, yeah. they're very cohesive unit. And, and I, it, I like the rest of his gang too. Yeah, I do. Um, I think that... I respect them I all. think that my favorite's Havoc... Of the rest of them because hey he's the mm-hmm. pretty much the prominent one of the well, rest that, of them and that's another thing with um, Breda's pretty cool and I can't remember the other one's name uh oh well there's Fullman as well and yeah. uh, Glasses guy whatever his name is I don't remember I, don't I was remember. trying to write them down he wasn't, got, he wasn't I only got Hammonds and Fullman those are the he wasn't super important to yeah he's series. the pawn so <laughs> I mean he did do stuff no Absolutely. he totally did he was very I, relevant I, he totally did. But, I was just uh, you know that. just in a in a subtler way um yeah but yeah havoc his whole story is kind of pretty sad yeah um, but then mustang at the end same with he was like before i get my eyesight back you need to you need to fix heal, his heal boy's him. legs right and i appreciate that um who was it Heyman that kept bothering havoc to be like get better i'm bringing you like weights and you need to get up yeah. off your butt or and Breda. Like, uh it was Breda Heyman's. i yeah, think okay, that's sure yeah or the or Heyman's uh, yeah I, I think it's I lieutenant know. breda i think it's just what i know him as <laughs> yeah um and so uh but he keeps like pestering him and and finally like he does get up off of his butt and like does start yeah. to do stuff and then supplies ammo yeah. to welcome to havoc right <laughs> <laughs> um to all of them at the end there so that they can like destroy the capital of a mistress yeah from ammunition to the uh waistband of your underwear or <laughs> something like that Gosh. um but this is a great um, moment as well. Yeah. Um, so why don't we talk about Hughes a little bit? <sighs> My boy. I know. My poor boy. I love him so This is much. like I So this is this is one of those moments in this this is one of those things in the series that is sort of infamous. It's like Nina, yeah. right? And Hughes are yeah. the two big things in Full Metal that people are like, oh my gosh, like and, yikes. And can I just say that she does that, the author does that in really like the first season it's so early so you find i mean immediately she just makes you fall in love with these characters mm-hmm. and then you are heart absolutely when she takes them away and that is a huge testament it's, to the writing it's also the, the sort of thing where like I, I was watching this with my wife right mm-hmm. and she 
you know, she's seen she's seen part of the series before, and so she knew that Hughes died and stuff. But she didn't realize how early he died, and yeah. she was like, "He's only been around for like twelve episodes or yeah. something," and and she was like, "Why did I care about this character so much? Like, he's cool right. and he's right. great, but like, why did it hit me so hard?" And I'm like, "It's because his the motivation of him stays mm-hmm. the entire series, mm-hmm. like." And it's true because I love Hughes when he's around. He's great. He's funny. He's interesting. And he's a very dynamic character. He's all over the place. And he's just a great guy. He's super solid. Really innocent, but not, you know, like just, I can't even think of the word. Just like wholesome. He's very wholesome. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'll shoot the boys who are into my daughter. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) She's four. (laughs) Look at my Gracie. Yeah, he's he's a doting parent, like, mm-hmm. you know, loving father, loving husband, solid friend, great dude, wants to help change the world uh, at like in a supporting way. Um, he, he very much plays like a similar role to Hawkeye in that he wants to support Mustang yeah. in every way he can. Yeah. And he's helping guide him in, yeah. in whatever ways. And, and he's sort of older than Mustang, I, I think, a little bit. And so like almost mentoring him. A little bit, a little yeah. bit. It's more of a friendship. Though. Although Mustang, like half the time, is like he's yeah, like whatever Hughes. Yeah, he's like Hughes is driving. It's like, him shut up about your wife and daughter. <laughs> no <laughs> one cares. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's the sort of thing where Hughes just stays with you the whole series. Like he's already a great character that you like, and then he dies, and then he's just there. Yeah, he's just like, present throughout the whole show. It's mu- it's one of, of Mustang's that. biggest motivations right. for most of the series is finding Hughes's killer right. and fulfilling what Hughes wanted him to do. Right. And it's and it's amazing. Yeah. I'm like, gosh, I can't imagine, you know, being in Mustang's position, you know, having your friend die like that and then having it be your big driving force. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's really cool. It's oh, really, gosh, really Hughes. good story. I love Hughes. I do love Hughes. It's very cute. He's a good dad and a good husband, and absolutely, he's really good at his job. It is funny how he abuses. Who is um? Who's the 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 lady? Sheska? The, yeah, Sheska. Poor Sheska. He's just like, come on, and like I mean, he overworks her like he, crazy. He does. He, like, I, he's he, very he, intense. He's kidnapped like four people in the series. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, like that's. Because, like, he, he drags off Ed and Al and Winry and Sheska and all of his stuff. He's like, come to my house. You're going to live here for a day or two. Let's be best friends. Yeah. and But it Let's, works. Like, yes. it's just huge. I love it. Um, he's, yeah, I, I can't I can't sing Hughes's praises enough. And it is and it is weird because he's not around that much compared to a lot of other characters. But right. it, it also is the sort of thing where you never see him in a bad light you know what i mean he's yeah. nothing but good the whole time we know him and yeah. i and I, I like that yeah like it might not be the most realistic thing there's definitely things that are probably you know wrong with hughes but he is nothing but supportive and caring and good for the entire time we see him yeah and i appreciate that yeah. from this series yeah. of stuff sucks yeah. <laughs> so yeah. i don't know yeah it's good mm-hmm. um do you want to say anything about maria ross um well if me uh it's another cool example of i mean when when she quote unquote dies yeah is killed by um that was another thing um i'm which he doesn't actually kill her i'm pretty sure in the manga um the gap between her you know dying quote unquote Mm -hmm. and 
Ed finding out she's alive was way bigger. I believe that. Because, uh, like, it was, like, three episodes, yeah. uh, if that. Yeah. And I'm... It was, like, the next episode. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it was actually a bigger gap in the actual series, but just because of the way that they structured everything, they changed it, uh, which is fine. Like, yeah. I still think it was fine. Yeah. Um, But Maria Ross, um, I don't really have a ton to say about her, like... She was a character yeah. that existed. Yeah. Um, I like her. She was yeah. strong. She was sure. solid. She was cool. I liked her, and I don't remember who was the dude. Um, uh, her her best her best friend buddy. I military don't remember. Guy. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, but I I will say that back to the the burning her alive Mustang doing that, yeah. which he didn't actually do. It was a fake body. Um, it's- I I appreciate though that Mustang was willing to save someone in sake of like with possibly like tarnishing his reputation yeah um i thought that that was a cool interest not a cool move but an interesting move on his part yeah. that he was like okay with people thinking that he committed this horrendous murder yeah um because it saved a woman's life mm-hmm. um and um it, it, it's just really it's cool it was a, it he was didn't make a mistake though he uh he burned the body and then he clipped off her like prisoner tag mm-hmm. and then put it on the body mm-hmm. and i was like well that it's not a, it wasn't burned then right you should have i was like you stinking idiot Mustang. i thought that too i think, I think they burned it after, yeah yeah i, I think know, so too i was gonna say that who cares who cares whatever details you know um okay do we want to move on to the armstrongs oh my gosh uh-huh. do you want to start <laughs> well let's start with alex uh okay what is his rank is major. it major major yeah yeah it's just major isn't it um yeah. so he's an alchemist He's, he's got he's he, he the Armstrong like, Alchemist <laughs> rips off shirt sparkles yeah. everywhere. Alchemy the Armstrong family line has passed down for generations. <laughs> he's such a meme, and I, I love know, him. And, and he but, knows it, but it works. <laughs> oh, it's it works. so good. So his his whole family is this way, and intense. Yes. Crazy. Well, and also super mega crazy strong for no real reason. His younger sister, I think in the manga, is like a bonus page. I think Havoc is like going to go on a date with her or whatever. And he goes to their house and they're talking or whatever. And she's like, you know, he's like, do you have any hobbies? She's like, I really like piano. And he's like, oh, that's so cute. Her play- She plays the piano. And she picks up a piano. <laughs> and she's like, I love lifting pianos. And he goes, oh, my gosh, she's related to the major. Uh, <laughs> but no, he's he's such a weird, meme character. But at the same time, he's got this realism to him. He's got this side that he, he abhors, like, all this terrible stuff that's going yeah. on and wants to help but is not always in the best position to do so. Mm-hmm. And and then on top of that, like, he's somewhat of a coward, you know, in certain aspects. Like, he's very brave, as demonstrated in the main timeline of the series. In the past, he sort of ran away from his issues mm-hmm. to an extent. And uh, I think it's been theorized that that's one of the reasons he's kind of low-ranked for a prominent alchemist is because... There were he there were orders he didn't follow. There were mm-hmm. things he didn't do. He didn't he, he didn't make the cut. Mm-hmm. Um, and while his sister, a non alchemist, is much higher ranked than him. Yeah. Um. Uh. And it's the sort of thing where he's a much more gentle hearted individual. Like yeah. you know, every time we see him, he's giving out soul crushing hugs and like when he finds out openly. about ed and al yeah. he's just like oh you poor boy my heart burns for you <laughs> uh yeah and he's he cares so much about people and about their circumstances and it's it's, it's crazy beautiful. 
it's he's a, he's a great guy mm-hmm. and and perhaps the military doesn't quite suit him for that reason yeah um but that being said i i really appreciate what he adds to the series both comically and Morally. as a serious character mm-hmm. yeah he he's well and i like i like that we get a lot of different characters in the military yeah um and i really like seeing him mix. in comparison to his sister oh my um, gosh i think that that's a really interesting dynamic too um, I also really love his bromance with teacher's husband. Yep. At the end there, they're fellow, just like muscles. muscles. Like, yeah. <laughs> and um, it was just so, oh, it's so good. Just giant beefcakes. Yeah. Like, just hanging yeah. out. And yeah. then he takes on Sloth, oh my which gosh. was like That's a, a great. crazy That's a great cool fight. Yeah. yeah. And he's just Him like, how do you get rid sloth. of this thing? Him and his sister versus Sloth is a great fight. Yeah. But yeah, so his sister. Oh my gosh. Okay, 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 okay. So I was, general... General, so Major General Armstrong, Major General Armstrong, Olivier is her name. Yeah, and she just like okay. So I just need to talk a second about the Northern Wall of Briggs. Oh gosh, Briggs! I love Briggs. So with all the things that are wrong with the military in this country, I really appreciate what Briggs stands for. Like it's just killing like this, everyone. <laughs> but it's just this like really like I mean I I'm gonna say tough love. There's really not much love, but like it is this just like um kill like kill or be killed like the strongest survive and tough it out yeah tough it out which like makes sense for where they are like which border they're protecting um but all of the men um and women at this facility respect their leader absolutely and know if there is a character in the series who is deserving of respect it's major general armstrong absolutely Jeez she Louise. knows her people they know her they know what's going on like it to me it is the best part of the military in absolutely. this whole show because like I, 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 like I can't even I just appreciate what it stands for and uh, I think from a feminist standpoint too like just having this female leader um and it not nothing is about gender it's just the strongest survival she's the strongest she's the leader here you know and And everyone respects her no matter what like you just respect her and i like i like that pretty much the only time she acknowledges her femininity is when she's using it to manipulate someone she's like i'm getting on in years and you know i'm thinking maybe i should start a family to this dude (laughs) who obviously doesn't know her at all right right and he like puts a hand on her shoulder and she's like, I'm going to cut that dude's hand off. Yeah. And it's, oh gosh, she is nuts and yeah. a great stinking time. Yeah. I, and I, I think, I think one of my favorite moments of hers is her talking to Miles mm. and, and she's like, I, I don't Miles. care who you are or right. where you come from. If you don't get the job done at Briggs, I will kill you myself. Mm-hmm. Like, like dang, none of this classism, none of this racism, racism none yeah. of this like, sexism, prejudice, yeah, sexism. Not, it. it is not allowed here. That is not what Briggs is about. And I'm yeah. just like, oh my gosh, yes, yeah, dang, this is what I'm here for. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, I also think it's interesting because we see a couple of moments where she ha- shows some compassion and sympathy in in this show but i really feel like those were not a thing before these particular circumstances so like one being when she murders raven and they like cover up um the cement she's well i guess this isn't really one because she was like she was just saying like this was on me none of you say anything which like i think is a command she would normally give what i meant to say is actually so when her men go down in the tunnel yeah and they're past the time limit to come back up so, right, so she, so th- they say if we're not back in 24 hours, seal it up, 
like we're good as dead just as well as the men down there and so she said okay and so the people go down whatever so they come back they know that it's past 24 hours they know their leader they know it's going to be closed up but they try it anyways and lo and behold the seal like opens up and they're allowed to get out and they're just like what like it's past 24 hours yeah, like wouldn't why she didn't... know it uh the, the major general gave us a broken watch <laughs> right well and they're just like we didn't like according to this watch like it hasn't been 24 hours yep. the 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 general gave it to us herself and it's this like this just busted watch like wow like yeah. i just really appreciate that moment she's great yeah and it's just like showing compassion without like uh without openly with, right. showing compassion <laughs> Cause yeah that's not how she that's not how she absolutely rolls. she's a uh a, in certain terms you could call her a tsundere uh what uh, it's it's a ri- i'm making a stupid joke it's the sort of character who who says one thing but means the opposite but usually in like a cutesy oh manner. like sunder uh that's not how you pronounce it at all but yes it, but it's like t-s-u-n-d yes yeah d-e-r-e uh yeah it's the sort of I thing where like they, they, they make you know they make you the lunch and they're like it's not like i made it for you baka uh that sort of dumb nonsense okay sure but like i think that's more of like a schoolgirl thing and sure I, but I, it, it is also a term applied to lots of other characters like as an example from my hero academia bakugo is often called oh, this because he is a raging demon of death and destruction but he does care about people yeah you know and it's yeah. like and it's that sort of like that doesn't fit the image but is kind of what we're talking about like mm-hmm. major general armstrong is a tough she is a wall right she is an iron wall right but she does care right and it's I like when she meets Ed and the the animation like portrays it as a bear versus a rabbit. Yeah. Like the, that's what <laughs> she's the only person who gets away with calling him short. Right. Uh, gosh. He's just she's, like, uh. she's nuts and brutal and just yeah, so, so, brutal. so efficient as mm-hmm. well. And it's 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 crazy. I, and I don't know. I, I just have I have a I have a I have a lot of respect for her as a character. Yeah. I, she's up there with Azumi for me in terms of like just super awesome crazy people in the series that are just nuts and fun so good so good um so a couple things about her and alex's relationship so first of all i love that when she goes back to central that her and alex like kind of fight for the well first she tells her dad that she's like taking over i'm taking over the family right um and go on vacation and then alex is like what the heck and they're just like sister you didn't tell me you were in town (laughs) right so then they have to fight it out and she destroys alex like is throwing him around like he's a rag doll when he's this giant man he's getting wrecked it's so good she also possesses super strength canonically uh clearly no kidding she picks him up and chucks him out of the mansion right (laughs) Um, i like that the family's just watching like oh yeah quiet (laughs) yeah she's like well we'll just go we'll go to vacation now (laughs) Gosh. um but another thing oh i forgot about this so she calls him a sniveling jellyfish so there's a moment when the dad's just like it's the family's supposed to go to alex and she's like that sniveling jellyfish and it's just like <laughs> oh my gosh because he's he's boneless like he's nothing <laughs> he's just a puddle of goop it's you know so and it's, it's great you know some of the insults in series like this are just a fun time it's so good yeah but um another moment i love with her um as near the end when uh so some of the men that she's with when yeah. like central is like starting to like go down at the end um a couple of them find out who king fear bradley really is that like the whole country was created yeah. to basically be destroyed all this stuff 
Um, and they're, she's like, so what are you going to do? And they're like, we don't know. Like, we're just military men. We've always just followed orders. So now we don't know. Do we follow you or do we walk away? Like, what do we do? And she says, how can you follow orders from a leader you have no faith in? Absolutely. And I mean, that to me is like a huge theme in this whole military thing that we've, we've already touched on really. But if you can't trust your leader, then like, what are you doing? Don't follow that leader. Yeah. Like that's like if if you're gonna follow orders, if you're gonna blindly follow orders, if you're gonna whatever, you have to trust who you're following. And so like that's a something to to leaders like to recognize like if you aren't being a good leader, like they shouldn't be following you. It's just interesting. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, Major General Armstrong. What a I, I, she's my favorite. I'd follow her. Absolutely. I was when watching the series again for the for the podcast. I was just like, I was just so in awe, like just so impressed with her and like really inspired. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I want to be no. quite like her, no, but no, gosh. Um, like I, I, I agree I with what you said last time, which is that Winry, um, I think is the most relatable female character yeah. for me. Because um, because a lot of the other females in this series are kind of larger than life mm-hmm. in a certain way. Um, Definitely this being one Winry's of the very humanized right. while they're very prominent in a different way. In right. in a good way, right. but a different way. Yeah. Um uh, I think uh the other member of the military that I wanted to talk about was uh this is kind of gonna bleed over into our next episode, but Fear King Bradley. I well I also want to talk about Major Miles. So would you rather start? We can with talk that? about Miles. Okay. So I really like Major Miles. Miles partially because the theme of like having an Ishvalan in the military and like what you said that um that General Armstrong is like or Major wait. Major General. Major General Armstrong. Um <laughs> that she um She's a major general. <laughs> yeah, she is. Um it was just like it, it it doesn't matter. Like I don't care who you are, mm-hmm. whatever. Like just be on my team. I, I yeah. I like know. I like the contrast that Miles provides to Scar in that he wants yeah. to work from the inside to fix a corrupt system, right. and and even at the end of the series when they go off together to to sort of help lead their people again. Right. You know the the sort of the brotherhood that exists there in a weird way. Miles is. Miles is a really interesting character. Yeah. I, I don't feel that he's super prominent in the series. Yeah. Because he very much plays a support role in right. a lot of ways. But, but I think he represents some of the major themes. Absolutely. Like, he he's very much a part of Briggs. Mm-hmm. Um, he follows that creed, that motto, mm-hmm. that ideal. But he is... He's a caring person. Mm-hmm. He's a good man. Mm-hmm. And that really shows in a big way. And mm-hmm. he's trying to do what's right in, in a much in a much different way to a lot of the other characters mm-hmm. um he's not the big action hero he's the guy working tirelessly day and night to be a part of the system that he's trying to fix right which it's is great. really honorable because that's a very difficult thing to do of course yeah and in a way he's similar to mustang in that aspect mm-hmm. but they've taken on very different roles right like mustang is because he's more the servant that like he's, yeah. he sees the leader that he wants to work with absolutely and he's like i follow her you absolutely. know absolutely and trust her and and i appreciate that um but we also see in this this different lens um in like the whole concept of like is killing okay versus is killing not okay he is on the killing is okay absolutely and so part of briggs right and that right and so when ed and al are like we can't kill people like it's just interesting to see him perceive that because he's like He's like, that's a hard path to follow. Absolutely. But later... He does respect them for it. Right. Though. And later, when he was in front of them, he was like, I respect that. Because 
that's a really hard thing to do. I, I wish I could be like that, but I'm, I'm not. not. Absolutely. Um, I, I So actually, really quick, Major General Armstrong. Yeah. Great moment in the series. Her standing in front of the Fury's desk. And there's this moment where everyone's kind of looking at her. And you have the sense she could do it right now. She could sit down and be the Fuhrer and no one would stop her. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Like, it's too easy to be assassinated in a chair like this. <laughs> uh, it's it's great. I, uh, I, I really appreciate sort of that bruntness. It's like thinly veiled, like, you know she understands that there is something better for the country right now than her immediately taking power. Like, right. you know, there's, there's more to the situation and there's more to do. And she's not just going to sit there while people are fighting and dying. Uh, well, and with, I mean, another theme of this story that we'll get into when we talk about the homunculus, but is the seven deadly sins of, of men, you yeah. know, and one of them being, you know, greed wanting power and her saying no to that. Like, that's a big deal. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but back to Miles. So in, in what we were talking about with um, him wanting to make an impact in the military from yeah. where he is, I have the quote that he says. He says, when when Scar is talking to him, so he says, my objective is to work from the inside to change how the people of this country view the people of Ishval. Absolutely. And that is a really, again, difficult thing and mm-hmm. admirable thing. And, and I respect him a lot for making that choice. That he's like, I'm going to change people's mind. Um, because of who I am and where I am yeah. and that this is how I choose to fight um, and um, and another thing he says later um, um, in response to um, what he th- like because he obviously he's only one man like how much can he do but he said maybe in time the ripples I make will create great waves and I love that for yep. life like especially in the day and age we live in when there's things that each of us want to make a difference about you know or for me like wanting you know women to have um the slots that I think women should have um maybe I can't make a big difference by myself but maybe even my small things can, can create... lead to bigger things right absolutely and um I think that's a really cool theme yeah um and I appreciate it so yeah uh Fear King Bradley here, King Bradley. Maybe the ripples he makes will destroy an entire country someday. Uh, no. Maybe? Question mark? So, uh, <laughs> so, for the first part of the series, he is kind of this weird enigma of he's large and in charge, but he's also deeply involved in everything. Right. Um, he just, right. He keeps like showing up in these random places and they're like, why is the fear here? What is happening? And he goes, you need to be very careful, boy, because... I, was that an okay impression? I, I, sound, I felt like Go that sounded it. okay. You're doing great. Uh, he's like, you need to be careful, full metal, uh, because you don't you don't know who you can trust. Like There are eyes and ears everywhere. Just be careful and whatever, whatever. Don't share this with anyone. And secretly, it's because he's like... This is top secret information that people shouldn't know about our evil plans. Right. And Right, and he's coming at it for trying to be like, I'm I'm the king and like I, I'm I'm on the good side, you know, yeah. like I'm taking care of yeah. things when lo and behold, like ever as we find out later, he is evil yeah. and he's on the bad side. He's so capable as like a king figure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He is He's large and in charge, and people know it and are scared of him. He's rightfully so. Literally He's terrifying. Horrifying. Like the first fight he has against greed. You're like, like the first greed. Oh, um, okay. Because we What's just happening? we just finished the fight between greed and Ed, 
And it's like, okay, Ed's kind of hanging in there, but he's in really bad shape. Right. And then Fear King Bradley shows up and is like, boom, you're dead. And it's like, what, 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 what? Uh, um, what okay. What, what? And then and then just every moment after that, it's like, gosh, Bradley, what in the world? You're nuts, man. He's crazy. I love him. Um, but no, even, even not going into his super villainous route mm-hmm. yet, because we're going to talk about that mm-hmm. next episode. Like, just the... He is the man who stands at the top of a very prominent nation. Yeah. And a, a small nation, but a very prominent one. A very yeah. active one that is militant and successful right. in its militancy. And this man who stands as king over this country. And he's got charisma. And he's got this imposing figure. He's very he's very prominent. He's very prevalent. And I like... I like how he acts in the first part of the series where you're like, I don't know where we stand with this guy. Like, what's going on? Like, he's he's cool and he's, you know, he seems like he's got the character's interest at heart, but he's also got this weird detachedness to everything. You know, you don't know right. what he's about or who he is um, until until he becomes a villain. And then suddenly you're made aware of like, oh oh he's a messed up dude oh we don't like him very yeah. much but i am um, i like how he's the face of the military for a yeah. long time it's it's very interesting i think in a lot of ways on his, like initially understanding bradley yeah he seems like a very good leader um like in, in a lot of different ways for for the country that it is for the military that it is um, like there are a lot of moments where it's like I I can respect him, yeah. You know, um, and then as we get deeper and start to understand his psyche more, I'm just like no 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 no. Yeah. Um, I don't want to yeah. I don't want to get into yeah. a we'll lot of his I don't want to get into a lot of his time. big moments because a lot of them are from Evil. when he's a bad guy. <laughs> like gosh, some of them are stinking great, and we'll talk about them. But um, so while we're here, uh, is there any other military stuff you want to bring up? I don't think so. I think that's. That about sums it up. You want to bring up uh, Chainsaw Man or... Uh, Bucka something. Something, something. Buccaneer. Buccaneer? Is that what it is? He's great. What a cool dude. I love him. I love his auto mail. He died. That's so... Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, Rude. The Chimera Soldiers. They're really cool. I really appreciate yeah, them. Yeah, they really came around in a great way. Yeah. All four of them. Absolutely. Yeah. And I like that some of them stuck with Al after yeah. the fact. It was interesting that a pair of them... We're just like, we have nothing better to do with our lives, so we'll just go help you. And the other two, like, really want to get their bodies back. Um, And I I just find it really interesting that that they're able to have a partnership with with another Chimera um, and that they're given hope. I think Ed got two and Al got two. (laughs) Right, right, right. Um, But they're given hope, you know, and that there's something that they actually want to do. And and I appreciate at the end the two that want to get their bodies back, like, they choose to travel with Al, which I appreciate because Al should have traveled alone, the poor baby. Um, (laughs) Ed's fine. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't have Um, alchemy, but it's fine. Right, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, he can handle himself. He can still fight stuff. And a lot of people really don't have alchemy in this world. Um, I don't think... Well, that we're aware of. I mean, there could yeah, be that people... we're aware of. I have a feeling it's not as common, but be- yeah, I agree. because there's so we never, much. We to never it. see any alchemists outside of Shing or uh, Amestris. Alkahestrists. Um, Alkahestrists. Yeah, I, I would surmise that pretty much every other nation on the planet doesn't have alchemy. Really? Probably. Because, because alchemy existed in Xerxes. Mm-hmm. And then Shing learned it from Ed and Al's dad, Oh, Hohenheim, you're right. Yeah. And then Amestris made alchemy because of father right and so 
You no, don't think that's it's where, used at all? Well, probably not. Hohenheim's lived a long time. He might have gone somewhere else. We don't know. Shing is huge. Like, if you see the world map, like, it's enormous. That's fair. It's like all of Eurasia. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't really have anything else to bring up in the military after that. Uh, I think we talked about everyone super amazing and awesome. Uh, if there's any military person we're forgetting, uh, please yell at me. Yeah, yell at us. Because I can't remember anyone significant. I dare you. Uh... Uh, nope, I, nope, I can't really, I, there's a couple alchemists, state alchemists that died, eh, uh, the, the, <laughs> eh. I, the ice alchemist we'll, from we'll, the first episode. And, and we'll bring up Kimberly eh. later, uh, I think in our villain yeah. episode. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I consider, he's definitely military, but I consider he's him also to be more evil, villain than he is so. military, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, well, hey, thanks for listening. Uh, this has been lovely to, uh, chat into your ears. Um, uh, I thought Matt was going to make fun of me for that. I, I, I thought about it, but I, you know, <laughs> it was too easy. I was holding my, I was holding my disgust for when I, you inevitably oh. perform the ending bit that you so love. Yes. Well, f- but before I can say that, uh, Hey, uh, follow us uh, at character cannon. I actually, I tweeted decent amount of stuff. Um, so if you like geeky things, come follow us and, um, uh, email us at charactercanon at gmail.com. Please. Would love it. Please. Literally, if you were on the fence and you're just like, oh, it'd be interesting to reach out to them, do it. We would love that. Those of you who know us can also reach out personally. I don't stinking care. Yeah, uh, we have phones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to give out our phone numbers on this. Sorry. No. <laughs> uh, if you know us, go for it. If you don't, sorry. Email us yeah. at charactercanon at gmail.com or tweet at us, you know. Whatever. Fun, fun stuff. Fun stuff. Um, but yeah, but until then, friends. Hey, stay geeky. Stop. Stay geeky. Matt, stay geeky.